Hi guys, welcome back to another episode on a walk in faith with tea. I am Iano, the host of Iano Loa's Journal. And today I'm going to be your host on this episode. So first of all, I just really want to thank Tomisin for the opportunity to do this. Um, I don't take it for granted. I mean, you have to trust someone before you give someone this kind of opportunity on your platform. So thank you so much for that, Tommy. Oh, today's episode. Mm, so I was thinking about what to talk about on this podcast episode and coincidentally i listened to the last the previous episode the singleness and insecurity by nelson and in that moment i feel i could relate so much to what he said but at the same time i realized how much i had grown but then there was something that i just really wanted to talk about which is also under the love theme and that is on healthy desires so a lot of people really flaunted the whole valentine's thing i mean love was everywhere and some people didn't mean to flaunt it they were just genuinely showing you know expressing their affection to their partners or whoever and you know the single people they're just it feels it, it could feel like you're choking if a relationship or love is something that you desire because it's basically everywhere it's like i didn't ask for it to my social media but it was everywhere it was like plastered everywhere literally so i got to realize something and i'm going to share a quick story before i start so i was on my way to work one morning and i opened my instagram and i saw someone and i was like oh my god oh he cute oh he fine and I was like, wait, 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 no, 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 what am I doing, what am I doing, Ew. And like, in that moment, I, the Holy Spirit literally whispered clearly to me that, he was like, pray about this desire. I mean, God knows what you want, so pray about this desire. I'm like, yeah, that's true. And I prayed about it quickly. But it just made me realize how deliberate God is about each and every one of us. And at the same time, we should be that deliberate about ourselves. Desire is like the foundation of everything. If you want a job, you actually desire that job. You desire to get a job. You desire to make money. And that's why you now step up and look for a job and then get a job. If you want a new phone, you desire a new phone because maybe your phone is bad or for whatever reason, you just really want a new phone. So desire is like the starting point for most things, even for the bad things. You can desire the wrong things. You can covet something that is wrong, right? Even for spiritual things, you have to desire spiritual gifts. Like, you have to want it before. Like, you would have that desire, and then you start observing your mentors in that field, and, you know, that kind of thing. And then you start praying about it with a serious, obviously, you know, a serious desire to have it. And then God sees your heart, you know, that kind of thing. And this also happens in love you desire to be loved by a person you desire to have your own person you desire to have a relationship and all of that but then your desire can 
either be healthy or unhealthy depending of the state depending on the state of your heart and that's what i want to talk about today i feel like a lot of young people um do this thing where they just want to be loved so bad that they begin to overlook the important things one they overlook the type of person they want some of them now become very desperate some of them don't even matter anymore some of them don't pray some of them now allow the desire to override the place of god's say in that relationship or for that person and that's actually really wrong i mean god wants a relationship for you more than you like a healthy godly amazing relationship for you more than you want one for yourself i mean he would never be like oh you can just go with the unbeliever you know neither will he say oh why don't you just missionary date this person i mean yeah no he would never do that and then that's something that we usually make a mistake in we feel like or sometimes a lot of us feel like uh god is too slow or oh he'll probably say no about this person because you already know that normally you should say no about that person and you're like oh yeah god's going to say no so why does i just do it you know that kind of thing but i was praying recently and i made this utterance and then after saying it i realized what i just said i was like i trust your no and i trust your yes it just means that you trust god's intention for you so much that even when he gives you a no for a person you you believe that it's for the best that he has your best intentions at heart and then before we get to that phase you desiring a relationship there must be a reason for it and then the wrong reasons usually lead to the wrong things in the sense that you want a relationship because you're lonely or because everybody's having a relationship i mean a lot of people don't feel like oh i want a relationship because everybody's having a relationship but if you really look deep down you will find out that the reason you want a relationship is because social media has so put it in your eye and it's really attractive and it's a it's a beautiful thing it is and it's a really nice thing and you're like oh i really want more for myself and then let's say one guy or one girl has been talking to you in your dms and you know this person likes you and then you start allowing your feelings just you know go with it but you know you should probably not be with that person you know things like that they those kind of intentions or motives usually lead to issues for you but then having a healthy desire is where for relationships now is where you get to that place where you're very very comfortable content and confident in your singleness it's where you you're single you can be the only single one amongst your friends but you don't feel pressure to be in a relationship you're like yes i desire one and i'm trusting god for one and when it comes that's really amazing but at the same time you're not being all jittery about it you're not being you're not crying every day like lord what of me you're not looking towards a relationship to complete you you're not looking towards you know accepting just anybody you're not looking to settle like you know your worth you know you you're ready to be patient to wait because you do enjoy spending time with yourself you do enjoy being alone and that in and of itself is a great thing because 
when you get into a relationship, you will realize that there are days where you will be alone. In fact, if you were waiting for that person to complete you or you were hanging your life on the on that other person and what they do, there are days where you will not feel so great. There are days where, in fact, it would it would be become it will become a burden to that person. You will now become burdensome to that person. So I'm going to give you guys practical tips to enjoying your singleness. One is to evaluate yourself. The truth is, if anybody is lying to you, it shouldn't be you lying to yourself. Sit down and actually think, do some introspective thinking and figure out where you're at at your single journey. Am I getting to a point where I'm becoming desperate or um, I desire this thing? Yes. Why do I want a relationship now if you want a relationship now? Why don't, like, why can't I wait? Why am I feeling pressured? Is it because of my social media? Is it because of my friends? Maybe it's because of the things I'm listening to or things I'm feeding my mind with. You know, there was a particular time where every little, like, the amount of relationship pages I was following on Instagram was detrimental to my emotional health. <laughs> so I ended up, like, unfollowing a lot of them and just taking a step back, you know, to declutter what you're feeding your mind. You do know that you can intensify your desires by the things you see, the things you hear, the conversations you have. You know, a lot of times, every relationship, every conversation we have has to be centered around love. Everything we see has to be centered around love. Every movie we watch has to be centered around love. There's nothing wrong with you being a romantic, but you should also know when you're taking an unhealthy dose of um, relationship stuff because it could be it could be putting pressure on you, both consciously and unconsciously. And so taking a step back from that will really help you. So the first step was evaluating yourself getting to know where you are in your single journey if you're content and happy with your journey that is amazing and then if you now realize okay i'm at a point where i actually want to be in a relationship because i just want companionship it's not like i'm looking for this person you know completing me or anything that's great which leads me to step two knowing your standards um i don't know if you've read this book by pastor lachi iran I think he's dating intelligently. But one of the things she said that really helped me and stood out to me, and I've heard a couple of my friends say this thing, is to have a list. Have a list. On that list, write the negotiables and the non-negotiables. So the negotiables are things that can that are subject to change in the sense that you don't really mind if your partner has this thing or doesn't. I mean, it will be an added bonus if they do, but then... It's something you like and you just, yeah, he can have that. But if he or she doesn't have that, you won't die. She gets something like, oh, he should be able to sing. Or like Pastor Laju said, um, I think she wanted a man that could sing and play instruments, something like that. I can't really remember correctly. So if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But um, she was like, she wouldn't have minded if Pastor Erin could not do that i don't know if you get then the the non-negotiables are things like your faith you cannot under any circumstances be with an unbeliever or 
um, a Muslim or a, I don't really have to spell it out for you, anyone that is not equally yoked, anyone that is not a believer that has the understanding of the proper doctrines of the gospel like you do. Do you understand what I mean? So you can actually, like when you see, oh, he probably doesn't believe the right thing. He could be a Christian, but he doesn't believe the right thing. You're like, oh, well, oh my God, this is already a no from the beginning. I feel like when we have this list, one thing that I know that it does for me is that it really um, streamlines down the people you will look at. I mean... (laughs) You know, people say that there's a lot of fish in the sea and a friend and I were analyzing that statement and it's really not true because first of all, I'm a believer. I know that God has a lot of sons in the world and daughters, but let's break it down first. There are a lot of unbelievers around, so you're not looking at them. Then there are believers that don't believe the same thing that you do. You probably don't really have an understanding of the word, proper understanding of the gospel. That's another line. Then they're the ones that probably believe that, like they believe the right thing and they know, but they're just churchgoers. Like they don't want to commit to serving. They don't want to commit to having proper oversight over their lives they don't want to commit to growth they're more like hey i believe the right thing so let me just go and enjoy my life and then i'll come back when i'm ready we have those ones then you now have believers that believe the same thing as you do and they serve like they're under proper oversight they're committed to service and all of that among those ones there are people that will not be your type let's remove them there are people that will be your type that probably don't feel the same as you let's remove that so if you now want to streamline everything down do you really think there's so much fish in the sea <laughs> i'm just kidding with the entire analogy but if you really do look at it having a list helps you know what you really want and then another thing about having a list that i think has personally happened to me and a friend of mine is this you will realize that there are a lot of things that you thought were non-negotiables that are actually negotiables things that things that you wouldn't have paid attention to as um, negotiables in the sense that things that you would have been like ah if this guy is not tall mm -mm, i don't want but like with time you realize like looking at the list you'll be like is it really is it really that important i mean yes it, it is important for some people and i'm not trying to downplay that but there are times where you could be praying over that list and the holy spirit and the holy spirit would be like is it that is it really girl girl take it out of that list okay and you'd be like oh my god really god no well it's very why and he's like girl just you know so basically having a list really does make you also pay attention to the important things i mean by the time you have a list with your non-negotiables being he should be tall he should be he should be handsome he should have a small nose and very thin lips he should have chisel jaw you know and white teeth proper dentition he should be able to speak english properly which is very important 
or he should be six. In fact, even just say he should be tall. He should be six foot five. He should be muscular. He should be this and that. And by the time you look at all your non-negotiables and you realize they're all physical traits, you now realize, oh, what about the important things? I mean, you would have said, oh yes, he must be a believer that serves and all of that. But what about the other things? You know, he should be funny, have a sense of humor, or it should be he should be quiet, or he should be um I don't know, whatever it is that you think is a non-negotiable, basically. <clears throat> By the time you realize that you were being very superficial, it will really help you streamline chickens and then pay attention to the things that you're looking out for. So it could be that all along you had been looking out for the wrong things. Chickens. Step three, pray on the list. Pray about the list. Prayer is leveling up. It's like the behind the scenes work of your level up journey. You should be praying about it. You should be praying about the kind of person you want, praying for the person, praying about the life you want. You know, that desire of a godly relationship, just put it into prayer because prayer is working things out whether you like it or not, or whether you want to believe it or not. But prayer is doing much more than you could be doing in the physical at that point because you're in your waiting. You probably don't know the guy, but prayer is helping you shape a lot of things that would help you in making that decision. Another thing, should this be step four? Step four is preparing yourself. This guy or this lady also wants a bomb person. They also want an amazing person. If you really want a guy that works out, girl, you got to work out. <laughs> you can't say, oh, I want a guy that has a really amazing body and you're not working out at all. In fact, you don't, you don't even know where a gym is located. You don't, you don't even know where a gym is. What's a, what's a gym? That's not possible because this guy probably also wants a girl that works out as well. Like, understand the fact that wanting something, this other person also wants probably something similar or the same thing as well. So you have to start paying attention to yourself. Not necessarily because of the other person, but for yourself. I mean, (laughs) oh my God. Prioritize yourself enough to put in the work. Be healthy, eat healthy, live healthy, have good habits, invest in yourself, pay attention to different topics, be good at conversations. If you know that you're a shy person or you're someone that doesn't really work well with conversations, read books. Please do read books. Read books on relationships. Pastor Laji Aaron has a lot of books on relationships. Read books on parenting. Read books on self-development. Read books on finances. Just prepare yourself in general by paying attention to materials that would actually benefit your growth. You should also probably most likely tailor your social media um, feed to things that would help you become better. I mean, opening your social media, you should be seeing things that you're really interested in, not just gossips. I mean, not 
trivial things, things that help you with financial literacy, that can help you gain financial independence. If you want to be a model, models, what they do, if you're a content creator, things like that. So it's basically you focusing on yourself. And this is one thing that it has really helped me do. Focusing on yourself and preparing yourself and becoming a better person in general, just for yourself, really takes off the pressure and the meaningless time that you would have spent just fantasizing in the sense that fantasizing only just makes you feel pressured unnecessarily but then when you're paying attention to yourself a lot you realize that i really don't want to use the example but i'm going to use it you're probably going to be like ruth who was in the the field you know doing her own thing and then the person comes to meet you doing your own thing the person comes to see you doing your own thing i mean they can't meet you doing nothing they can't meet you just lazing around she gets like develop your hobbies pay attention to those of things and there are lots of people that you probably had things that you loved in school things that you were good at in school but then you just dropped it along the way Pick up new things, learn new things, pay attention to the slightest interest you have, your hobbies, if you're interested in singing or the type of music or maybe um, directing, pay attention to a lot of things about yourself. Enjoy being single. Take yourself out on dates, take yourself out to dinners, have friend dates, go to the beach, eat well, work out well, do research on things you know that are important to you. Pay attention to all of these things and just Try to invest in yourself to becoming a better person in general. And then invest in your dreams of the future. Invest in the type of relationship that you want. Read books. Listen to sermons. Allow yourself to be corrected by sermons. Study the word a lot, especially about love. And enjoy the love of God. That's the final tip. Enjoy the love of God. Enjoy the love of God. I'm going to say it again. Enjoy the love of God. Understand what love is. God is love and understand how he shows that love. He showed that love by dying, by sending his son to die. You could see that amount of sacrifice. Understand that you can show love. I mean, I think was Aaron said something. He said you can practice love by expressing it to the people around you. In church, your friends, pay attention to them. Practice being a good listener. Practice giving. Practice sacrifice. Practice all of these things. Walk so much more in the fruit of the Spirit. Pay attention to all of these things. And then allow God's love just take you to a, to a place where if someone comes to love you less than that, you just know that, oh, it's definitely not you. I mean, I know what love is. I know how love should be. And this is not how love should be. If someone comes and their love is contradicting the love that God shows to you, you will know that, eh, you're not the one. I mean, I deserve better than this. Do you get? I mean, this person that will come to love you has to understand how much God loves you in order to know how to love you. So this person has to have an understanding of God's love for them as well. Do you get? Do you get? Do you get me? <laughs> so that's everything I have to say about healthy desires. Basically, watch the state of your heart whenever you feel the God-when phobia coming on you. Question those feelings. You can genuinely want a relationship for the right reasons and you can have that. But then wanting them for the wrong reasons usually leads to disaster because you tend to have unrealistic expectations or you tend to have some burdensome 
expectations that you would want the other person to have, which would just lead, you know, to breakfast at the end of the day. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and learned a lot. I think I just basically told you about the stage of life I came out from and how I'm enjoying or the things that I'm doing while enjoying this healthy desire to want a relationship. It's not something that would happen overnight, but then there's always progress when you pray and there's always progress when you're deliberate and when you're consistent with something. So I hope you guys learned a lot from this episode and I hope you do practice it. <sighs> it feels good. I'm so proud of me. I mean, when you, when you do this and you start feeling proud of yourself, please do treat yourself to you know a nice dinner or something nice and just tell yourself, yes, I'm proud of you. You did great. So thank you guys for listening to this episode. Make sure you check again for another episode of A Walk in Faith with T. Have a lovely week. Bye.